you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined by Jay Money. You can find him on Twitter at JMoneyIsMoney. Jay, what's good? Yeah, everything's going good, man. Trying to stack up some wins here. Uh, we've got a few uh, good games here on Tuesday, so ready to talk some basketball with you, my guy. Yeah, we're going to do best bets episode for Tuesday. AC Albert Wynn is not with us tonight. He's feeling a little bit sick. Hope he feels better, but we're going to go ahead and run these down. Give me your best bets or bets for the Tuesday slate. Yeah, I like the books um, tomorrow, man. This is a spot that I somewhat had circled as well. Um, and this is a team coming off a loss where they were favored by double digits. So I'm liking the books. I'm probably going to take them first half or full game, if not both. It's probably going to be both of those. Okay. Uh, that's. I'm glad that you're going to they picked it because I want to talk about that game. I don't think I'm going to have a bet on it, but I did want to break it down. Um, I'm going to take – I have two. I'm going to take in the Utah Jazz plus five at home versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, I'm going to take the under in Celtics Lakers in the nightcap. We'll break those down. Let's go ahead and start with Bucks and Warriors. Warriors obviously coming off of best win of the season, big showcase game, get the win at home on Saturday night versus the league-leading Boston Celtics, win the finals rematch, serve notice without Wiggins. Um, so it's definitely kind of like a letdown spot to a degree, even though you're facing Giannis, like another title contender. They're on the road where, of course, the Cel- the Warriors have been uh, a goddamn disaster this season, just an abject nightmare. 2-11 and 11 straight up, 3-10 and 10 against the spread. Three and ten, and the line has moved accordingly. Like they're only a point and a half favorite on average on the road, and yet they're still three and ten against the spread uh, when they're away from the comfy confines of Chase Center. Uh, what's your cap for this game? 
Yeah, I could only look towards the books here. I mean, you said it. This Warriors team is night and day on the road and at the house, right? Jekyll and Hyde, I'd like to say. So you have the books here. They are 2-0 straight up and against the spread. Last two at home versus Golden State. This is a revenge spot as well. They lost to them last year, 122-109 in Golden State. And the home team is actually 4-0 straight up and against the spread. Last four meetings as well. This is also a bounce-back J spot here for the books. They were favored by 10 points on Sunday. They lost outright, uh, only scored 92 points versus the Houston Rockets. Um, and they're 5-2 and two against the spread. Last seven following a straight-up loss here. So I like the books. I'll I'm going to go ahead and take them first half in full game. I think they get it started early. Um, and I also think they get it going often as well. This line opened up at three and a half. It went to four and a half pretty quickly. Um, I agree with it here. And uh, like I say, and like you said, Warriors only 2011 straight up on the road, three and 10 against the spread on the road as well. So uh, have to, when you do want to fade the Warriors, it's going to have to come to, on the road. The Bucks offense a lot better at the house as well. So give me the Bucks here in a bounce back plus the letdown spot for the Warriors. Draymond's probable. He's got uh, an ankle sprain. Iguodala's out and Wiggins is out. Drew Holiday's questionable. He's got the sickness that's going around the NBA right now. So uh, that's maybe something to watch if you like the Bucks. is make sure that Drew's playing. Uh, Ingles is obviously out and Chris Middleton's probable. So he's going to play. If they upgrade him to probable, it means that he'll almost definitely play after missing the game versus the Rockets. Um, I, I make this game, it's interesting, uh, matchup. So if you look at how these two teams play in terms of transition and half court, I've got a big edge for the Bucs and half-court offense because the Warriors half-court offense is a little bit middling and the Bucs half-court defense is elite. So uh, I've got this as Bucks as a significant favorite, uh, way more than the, than the spread on matchup. Power rating, I have it too close. That's why I'm going to go ahead and stay away. I have this Bucks minus two on power rating. Um, it, it's, it's mostly a matter of there's not a huge advantage for the Bucs in terms of home court here uh, based off of the numbers that I've got. And look, to be honest, just the Bucs have been a little bit under impressive with that offense. The offense has been such a chore, but my power rating is also not really going to fully accommodate for Middleton being back. Like mid being back inherently raises that offense. Like I give it a point, point and a half. And then I'm within range of the number. Like I thought hard about going ahead and taking Bucks. I might, if money comes in on the Warriors, I might play a Bucks money line. That might be a play um, for a small play for me. I can't get there because of the number, but I do like the spot. I think your cap's are absolutely spot on. I don't know, you know, the the Warriors can play big with Kavon. Like they play bigger a lot more than people think now. Like Looney plays a ton. He's great and he's really good. And yet trying to match up with Giannis is just such a chore. And he is able to negate so much of, of what these guys do unless Draymond's able to get him in foul trouble. Now, Giannis has been a little bit of foul trouble this season. It's just been like a persistent, he's always going to be a kind of a, a foul magnet on the offensive end. But that's like the only way I think that this could really turn is like if Giannis is fully healthy, then I do think they have enough of an advantage with the shooting and everything else, especially with the Warriors offense that continues to be a little bit, eh. and on the road, the Warriors defense has been really bad. So I like the cap here. I can't argue with it. I've got two plays. We'll go ahead and start with the Utah Jazz. So buying low on this, on this Jazz team, um, you know, the overall record in the last 10 games is poor, but they got Mike Conley back and looked a little bit better. And then they dropped a game where everybody sat out versus Denver. Um, this I think is a pretty good spot for them. New Orleans coming off of two dynamite feel awesome. Just toppled the suns. The world is ours. Like throwing down three sixties at home top of the top team in the West. And now they're, they're going to face 
the Jazz. Now, this one hits me in all, all three areas I like to cap. Spot, number, and the matchup. So the spot, I think, is good. With This is a letdown spot for the Pelicans coming off those two wins versus the, versus the Suns. Uh, Jazz mm-hmm. back at home. Finally, they've had a little bit of, of days. They've had two days off, which they've had a brutal schedule to start. So they're in a, a rested spot, obviously in altitude. Good opportunity there. Um, then you got the number. I've got this as inside of the five pretty solidly. I've actually got this with Jazz as a slight favorite based off of power rating. Now, that's heavily weighted the early season performance of Utah. Like, Utah was so good early on, it's kept them up. But even if I, I, I manually adjust this by two points... I'm still not getting to five. I'm not getting anywhere near Pell's minus five with Mike Conley back, especially. I don't think that that's an accurate uh, description of the spread. And then this is the matchup thing. Brandon Anderson talked about this earlier this summer or this season when we were talking about things. So the Pell's are 26th in opponent three-point rate. So um, they actually wind up allowing, sorry, they're fifth. They allow the fifth most threes by the opponent per 100 possessions. And on the other side of the equation, the Pels per 100 possessions only take, they are bottom three. They are the third lowest team in three-point rate. The Jazz just bomb. Like, that's what they do is they just bomb from three. They take the fifth most threes per 100 possessions in the league, and they make the fourth most per 100 possessions. It's the Celtics, the Warriors, the Mavs, and then the Jazz. So this is a huge math advantage for Utah at home, going to get right. I love the spot. I like the number. I'm going to go ahead and grab Jazz plus five, and I'll play a half unit on the money line. What do you think? Yeah, I couldn't talk you off, man. I can't say, though, the line it, the line is at two, man. But uh, still, if you like Jazz, if you think they're the favorite, um, then you still kind of have to take them here. But I must say, I did lean Pelicans here, Matt. But I must say, um, it's not something I'm going to get there because you, you're you right. And when I look at the fact that that game went to overtime, uh, it's just even worse of a spot, in my opinion. But this team has won seven straight in nine of the last ten games. Um, I can't bet against them right now. And when you throw in the fact that this is a revenge spot as well, they lost earlier this year in overtime. October 23rd, it was obviously when the Jazz were going really underrated, right? A lot of people, we didn't know that they were going to be this good, but when you have the same season revenge and the Pelicans playing some good ball right now, uh, I'm, I'm going to stay off this game. Man, I did lean Pelicans, but I'm kind of going to wait and see if they do lose this first game. That way I can come back in on them heavy the second game, because this is the first game of a, a little uh, a two-game set at the uh, in, in Utah there. So, uh, whoever loses the first game, I'll probably be on them second, but you do make some good points. In theory, you would like to fade the Pelicans coming off their two games of the year so far versus the Suns over there. So um, you make some good points there, but I it's still probably Pelicans or nothing for you, man. They're just way too hot right now, man. Mm, I get it. I get it. And they have looked better on the three-point line since uh, they got with Brandon without Brandon Ingram playing stretch ball with Zion playing point. Um, there's a book that sometimes will post lines on it that get feeded through the app, but they don't wind up actually be embeddable that's what got got me so it is two i will still take jazz plus two and i'll take jazz on the money line the other one i like is i like the celtics versus the los angeles lakers i like the under in that game um it's 233 and a half i've got this a little bit lower down at 231 and that's enough for me to go ahead and get the edge on it uh it's not a significant edge it'll probably be a half play for me but i do like it uh, the celtics this is a prime la nightlife is undefeated spot so we're recording this on Monday night, they're taking on the Clippers. They're in LA overnight, probably will enjoy themselves. And then they got the Lakers tomorrow, right? So back to back in LA, Lakers defense hasn't been good lately. 
And that's definitely a scare for me. That's why I don't think this number is like wildly off. They've been, they've been terrible, but the Celtics offense, I think might be starting to regress just like a touch. They may wind up putting, mm. maybe they put something huge on the Clippers tonight in a bounce back versus after that game, that loss to the Warriors. Um, but in general, I don't necessarily like, it seems a little bit like maybe, maybe the Celtics are starting to slow down a little bit. I don't want to go heavy on that, but I am willing to go ahead and go for it on a half unit play on the under 233 and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I couldn't talk you off with last game of a six game uh, West Coast road trip for the Celtics. And then you get the Lakers as well. First game home after a six game road trip on the East Coast as well. So they're coming back to the West Coast. It's not a good spot for Lakers offense in theory. Uh, it's not a good spot for Celtics offense in theory as well. Um, and it'll be well, no, it won't be fourth. and uh, Yeah, it will be fourth. It will be third and four nights on the yep. road. Uh, plus back to back. Obviously, no real travel, though. But yeah, I, I don't like the spot for neither team. I'm with you there. Rather than um, and. And the Celtics so far on this road trip has went, have went 4-0 to the under. That's obviously um, without seeing the final score to, of tonight's game or whatever. But um, they're 4-0 to the under here. So maybe you're right there. They're obviously going to play the defense. And maybe the offense is regressing at least a little bit. And it may not be overall regressing. It could just be that they're on this road trip. And we know that um, they're supposed to regress as the road trip goes on. So um, they could definitely run out of gas. I like where you're going there with the under in that one. All right, quick show for our best bets for Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow with a full rundown and best bets for the Wednesday slate. Make sure to stay tuned for that tomorrow. If you got feedback, hit us up on Twitter at, I'm at HP Basketball. Jay's on Twitter at JMoneyIsMoney. You can also track our plays in the award-winning Action Network app. Best way for you to track your picks. You get all sorts of cool information as well as our great content. Check it out, the Action Network app. My thanks to Jay. My thanks to David Payne, our producer. We'll see you guys again tomorrow with another episode. Till then, let's get buckets.